Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre. I'm Sam Darcy. I'm here with Connor Scones Benson. Hey there. Hey, baby. <laughs> uh, what? How are you? How is? How are things? I'm doing well. It's been a while since we last recorded. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. We've been getting ready. Me and my fiance are getting ready for our wedding. Ooh, we're dropping personal. Nah. Yeah, a little uh, little insight into what's going on. Little in, Pina. In <laughs> little Pina. Dropping some Just personal knowledge. Little Pina. Little Pina is what she refers to me as. So how are you and little Pina doing with the planning? We're doing well. She has done a lot of planning and has done a very good job and made it very easy for me to just kind of be like, okay. And so that's been great. Some juicy Pina. Uh, juicy Pina. <laughs> um, so that's been really good. I'm only going to call her that for the rest of my life now. <laughs> so this coffee's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Scones made some coffee for us. And, poorly. Hey, it's... Better no, than no, yours is different. Yours is the one K cup I had left. I had to brew. Oh this my god, from you're like, such a gentleman. <laughs> from like grounds that I found like in the back of the cupboard, like not in a bag, just sitting there. You gave me the one K cup to rule yeah. them all. Thank you so my much. My grounds like were handed to me by a mouse <laughs> in the back of the cupboard. He's like, hey, this is good shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he had a little mouse trench coat. Yeah, he's like, hey, you looking for beans? <laughs> Got all the beans you need right here. Today I will be presenting you. With a little spooky hors d'oeuvre. We should just Ooh. call it spooky hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, now. what's the spooky entree tonight? Tonight's spooky entree is spider... Or this morning, egg. on Monday yeah. morning. <laughs> okay, don't don't ruin their immersion. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to be talking about... We're going to West Virginia. The spookiest state. The heartland of America. The heartland of... Do you think it's more spooky than Massachusetts? No, I don't. I was joking. I think <laughs> I feel like New England's like the definitely the spookiest. It's definitely the most ghosty. Yeah, I think it's it has the most dead pilgrims, so thus making it the most spooky. Dead pilgrims. Um, so we're going to West Virginia in the mid to late sixties, my dear boy. A spooky time period. Today we're talking about. The Mothman. <laughs> Mothman. The Mothman. Mothman. I hope your moth memes. I've heard of the Mothman and his moth memes. I've heard You've of the Mothman's moth, moth, moth memes. Yes. <laughs> okay. The M M M M. So when I'm listening to Monday Morning Macabre about the Mothman's moth memes. So yeah, pump up the Mothman moth memes. Even though moth memes are kind of outdated right now, but that's fine. Oh, with the light and like, there's always an umlaut over things for yeah. some reason. Moths love umlauts. They're big into use with dots above them. Did you know that moths actually fly to light because they think it's the moon and they use it as their guidance system? How many moths do you think have made it to the moon? <laughs> They've all, they're all clearly are trying. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, that's kind of beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how hard you try, you'll fail or you'll die in a spot that you thought was the end, but really it's well, just no, a lamp. What's nice is they're all like, we did it. <laughs> we made it. And now we're stuck in a lamppost in a, like, a It's a very Kinko's. clever spider web. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so November 15th, 1966, two young married couples have a very strange encounter. They're driving to an abandoned TNT plant near Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Okay. What I like about this, this is like classic urban legend where it's like Point Pleasant is the town where you're yeah. like, okay, this somebody wrote Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, exactly. 
So they're going to an abandoned TNT plant where teenagers like go to like make out and stuff and do yeah. teenager stuff. It's that's probably the coolest plant I've heard yep. of places to go make out. Like classic setting for spooky shit. Everything to go wrong. Yeah, right. So they're like, what could go what possibly could be bad here? So that's when they see something that was, quote, shaped like a man, but bigger, maybe six or seven feet tall. It had big wings folded against its back. The creature moved towards them, and the couple panicked and sped away. Okay? Yeah. Now, I would too. as they're driving away, they see the same creature on a hillside near the road. It spreads its wings and rises into the air. Following their car, which by now is traveling at over 100 miles an hour... The bird kept right up with us, and one Holy of the group, crap. yeah, they're at they're speeding out of here because they have this giant scary monster flying after them. As you should, and they go straight to the police station, which you know I would do the same. And they told the deputy sheriff, Milf, his name. All he said was Milf. The <laughs> de- deputy Milf. They tell him his name is Millard Halstead. That this giant like moth thing has been following them down highway 62 and right to the point pleasant city limits they would not be the only ones to report that creature because another group of four witnesses claimed to see the bird three different times at the same factory at the in the same area okay so everyone's first of all a lot of teens kissing so you got a bunch of people at this tnt always and people are like gotta find a place to kiss around this time there's been like multiple sightings of this terrifying giant creature so there's there's people who are backing up their story Mm -hmm. and saying yeah there's a giant moth man (laughs) that's flying around scaring everybody so another sighting at about 10 30 on the same evening Noel Partridge, a local building contractor who lived in Salem, about 90 miles from Point Pleasant, was watching television when the screen suddenly went dark. He stated that a weird pattern filled the screen and that he heard a a loud whining sound from outside, which raised and pitched and then ceased. It sounded like a generator winding up. Uh, His dog Bandit, which is like classic west yeah. virginia dog name that's it's a like great my dog duke bandit and ace they were my, all yeah <laughs> freaking out <laughs> maybe that's is that, is that negative towards west virginia our friend uh mike old uh old mike's uh wife is from west virginia who's old mike? shout out old mike oh you mean mike the west virginian fan yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> old mike <laughs> yeah mike you tell your wife to become the deputy milf she'd do great <laughs> so bandit begins to howl on the front porch and the guy's like, I should go and investigate, as one does. Uh, he walks outside. Bandit uh, is facing the barn about 150 yards from the house. So Partridge, turns on his, Partridge turned on his flashlight and spotted two red circles that looked like Ooh. eyes or bicycle reflectors, he says. What if it was just a... He's like, upon further inspection, <laughs> it was just a bicycle. <laughs> it was my spooky bike Halloween costume. <laughs> so he sees these terrifying red eyes. He said they certainly weren't an animal's eyes. He believed the sight of them frightened Bandit, who was an experienced hunting dog and protective of his territory, because Bandit just peaced it. He was like, I, th- that is not a bicycle. <laughs> I know your crafts. That is not when one of them. you sign up to be a dog, <laughs> <We're> <laughs> Mothman's not in the description. Oh, wait, shit, I'm wrong. He says they certainly weren't of an animal's, and the sight of them frightened him. But Bandit, being an experienced hunting dog, 
and protective of his territory, shot off across the yard to pursue the glowing eyes. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> Mothman's going to grab him and fly away and yeah. feed him to his moth lady. So Partridge turned around, went back inside, and grabs his gun, but then he was too scared to go back outside. Even though he has a gun now. <laughs> yeah, it would be like, it's time to go. So he slept that night with his gun propped up next to his bed, and the next morning he realized that I Bandit... I picture in, he would just have the gun next to his bed all the time. Yeah, right? <laughs> if I've seen any movie from the 80s, if you're a sheriff from a small town, that gun is within reach of you waking up. That's true. Yeah, and they also didn't have the same... It was not the same, like... like People weren't as worried about it back in, like, late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, and I'm also pretty sure, like, in West Virginia still, like, you can kill people on your property and there aren't as many repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just a Tuesday. <laughs> so he wakes up and he realized that Bandit d- hasn't come back. Mm-hmm. This is sad. Yeah, so the dog still had not shown up two days later when Partridge read in the newspaper about the sightings in Point Pleasant. He read one statement in the newspaper that scared the crap out of him, which was Robert Sc- Roger Scarberry, who was one of the original teens in the TNT plant, said that as they entered the city limits of Point Pleasant, they saw the body of a large dog lying on the side of the road. Jesus. This is like a real life Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a real... The teenagers and the cop. Teenagers, deputies, random... The monster killing the, like one of the pets to start out. That seems, that seems very... Yeah perfectly made for a movie and then a few minutes later on their way back out of town the dog was gone so the body was there and then suddenly vanished so uh so when when partridge heard that he's like oh that's definitely my dog (laughs) like that sucks yeah uh on november 16th a press conference was held at the country courthouse and the couples from the tnt plant sighting repeated their story deputy halstead who had known the couples for their entire lives took them very seriously He's quoted as saying, they've never been in any trouble. He told investigators that he had no reason to doubt their stories. Ooh. Many of the reporters who were present for the weird recounting of the story felt the same way. The news of the strange sighting spread around the world, and the press dubbed the odd flying creature Mothman. Mothman. Wait, so like, so these are all like credible people. They're not like... Yeah, no, these aren't just like... The town drunks and yeah, crazies. Right, exactly. These are it's like... It's not like in our last story where it's like, <laughs> oh, everyone next door has schizophrenia, by yeah, the way. Yeah, no, no. These are all like well-respected members of the community. The sheriff has known these kids their entire lives. He's saying there's no reason for them to, you know, be lying about this. And um, the, the creature was dubbed Mothman after a character from the popular Batman television series that was on at the time. Ooh. Wait, you say the Batman? Yeah. Ooh. It was named Mothman after Batman. I don't know. I don't know Mothman, the character from Batman. No, he and must I know be like decent. a lower yeah. part of the rogues gallery there. Yeah, right. It's not like... It also was in the 60s, so like there was also like the glue pot man. They're like <laughs> yeah, a weird true. golden age. I use golden very lightly. Golden age of comics. Yeah, the, <laughs> where, yeah. Nothing made sense. Nothing made sense. You could buy a million of them for a nickel. Yeah. Yeah. So the remote TNT plant had become like had this air around it that it was like the layer of the Mothman and the area was made up of several hundred acres of woods and large concrete domes. The hundred had, acre wood? Yeah, it was a hundred acre wood. <laughs> and Christopher they found Robbins, the poo ripped apart by the <laughs> His body was there and then it disappeared and everyone was like... Little red shirt. <laughs> Eeyore's body was just lying on the side of the road. Have you seen the horror version yeah, of the yeah. Winnie the Pooh? If you're listening to this, pause it. Go 
watch the horror version of the new Winnie the Pooh live action movie yeah, on it's, YouTube. It's good stuff. Come back, press uh, subscribe, unsubscribe, <laughs> resubscribe, tell a friend, and then keep listening. Okay, so the TNT area was made up of several hundred acres of wood and large concrete domes where high explosives were stored during World War II. You know, just just the thing in town where you just got hundreds all the of bombs pop- are together. Yeah, yeah, they're like, hey, let's keep them all in, in the all big- in the dome. Yeah, the dome. <laughs> so a network of tunnels also honeycombed the area and made it possible for the creature to move about without being seen. Why were there tunnels? Because when you got all that explosives, you need to make it easy, <laughs> easily accessed by intruders. <laughs> So, mothman or, or mothman yeah they did not design this with mothman in, in mind and that's a huge issue i hope that's changed <laughs> I <hope laughs> yeah, the no. <laughs> epa is a little bit better yeah but, you, uh, you have to have mothman mothman regulations exactly that's part two mothman regulations this house is pretty old this house was made in the 50s now i'm worried this is a a mothman <laughs> a, a very easily accessible Risk. mothman home let's get to be one of those com- like commercials where you're like does your home have asbestos <laughs> You're entitled to free whatever. Is your home susceptible to Mothman? It's just Mothman like sitting at a kitchen table reading a newspaper like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, um, he's in the shower. He's like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, in addition to the man-made labyrinth, the area was comprised of the McClinton Wildlife Station, a heavily forested animal preserve filled with woods, artificial ponds, and steep ridges and hills. Much of the property was almost inaccessible, and without a doubt, Mothman could have hid for weeks or months and remained totally unseen. The people who ever wandered out there were hunters and fishermen and the local teenagers who used the rolled dirt roads of the preserve as lover's lanes. Ooh. So Mothman's like, there's too much kissing going on in my woods. (laughs) (laughs) Moths hate kissing. Moths hate kissing. Ooh. Yeah, it says here that moths... (laughs) Moth species in West Virginia love moist, deciduous woodlands or mixed woods. Oh, baby. But what's not included is kissing. Is <laughs> they must hate it. They hate it, dude. When the moon's in the sky like a big pizza pie, that pisses them off. Yeah, the I was say they're angry. <laughs> <laughs> they're seeing red. Or they're really stoked and they're trying to get to that moon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, ooh, that moon's amore. So there was very few homes in the Mothman region. Uh, but one dwelling belonged to the Ralph Thomas family. On November 16th, they spotted a funny red light in the sky that moved and hovered around the TNT plant. It wasn't an airplane, Mrs. Marcella Bennett, a friend of the Thomas family, said, but we couldn't figure out what it was. Mrs. Bennett drove to the Thomas house a few minutes later and got out of the car, and with her baby, suddenly, a figure stirred near the automobile. It seemed as though it had been lying down, she later recalled. It rose up from, slowly from the ground, a big gray thing, bigger Ugh. than a man with terrible glowing eyes. Mrs. Bennett was so horrified that she dropped her little girl. She quickly recovered the child <laughs> and ran to her house. <laughs> so, she's much faster without her baby. Yeah, she's like, this is dead weight. I need to go. And the Mothman's like, you left your baby. <laughs> hey. Maybe that's all the Mothman wanted. <laughs> Mothman just wanted a child of its own. Yeah, him and his him and his moth lady haven't had any success. So, because mm, the moon was always blocked by the trees. Exactly. So that's another sighting. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, a good one. That's a good. <laughs> that one has an anecdote of uh, like that should be noted by child services. Yeah, and it's honestly, you know, it's legit because she could have totally. I would have absolutely yeah. left out the baby drop. Definitely. <laughs> that's she she, no reason to lie. <laughs> right. She's like, I dropped my kid. I ran. And it's like, wait, what was that first part? And she's like, I ran. 
<laughs> she accidentally dropped her kid and she's like, oh, I need to make him an excuse. And of all the things he could have said. <laughs> in case her there son. There was a mothman. Uh, there was a big glowing red mothman. <laughs> I was so spooked. Many would come to believe that the sightings of the mothman as well as UFO, UFO sightings and encounters with men in black in the area were all related. Men in black, like just men in suits? Yeah, Will Smith and James <laughs> Earl Jones were just... <laughs> it is not Will Smith and James <laughs> Earl Jones. <laughs> So the guy who plays Darth Vader is there. Uh, wait, who is it? What's Tommy Lee. Tommy Jones? Lee Jones. Not J- <laughs> yeah, it was Will Smith and James it's Earl Jones. James Earl Jones and Tommy Lee. <laughs> that would be sick. In the woods. In suits. I would be calling the police. I'd be dropping babies if they just rolled up in the woods. <laughs> so monster hunters, in quotes, monster hunters and investigators descended on the area, but none so famous as author John Keel who has written extensively about Mothman and other unexplained anomalies. He has written for many years about the UFOs, but dismissed the standard extraterrestrial theories of the mainstream UFO movement. He has been a contra- he's been a controversial figure for decades. Of course. According to Keel... Um, if you know who he is, you know yeah, he's he been wrote, controversial. He wrote Mothman Prophecies, which was like a, a book he wrote in the 70s. I've read like half of it. Really? I've read like a solid chunk of it. What is, is it like an end of the world kind of thing? What does the prophecy part mean? Um, it has to do with... Something that happens Ooh. coming up, Da-da-da. coming up. Yeah, so he he wrote a he wrote this book, and you can tell it was written in the seventies because he's using some old fashioned wording, uh, like bad things, old yeah, fashioned like negative things, not great, not not great. So John Keel was he was this author, and he's kind of become the the moth the moth man. Like, <laughs> he's the moth man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he's been compiling Mothman. <laughs> he comes stuff out that it was time. him the whole time in costume, <laughs> two little red eyes, little lights. So he Scooby-Doo. compiled evidence that suggested a problem with televisions and phones that began in the fall of 1966. Mm-hmm. Lights had been seen in the skies, particularly around the TNT plant, and cars that passed along nearby the road sometimes stalled without explanation. Ooh. He and his fellow researchers also uncovered a number of short-lived poltergeist cases in the Ohio Valley area. Locked doors opened and closed by themselves. Strange thumps were heard inside and outside of houses. And sometimes inexplicable voices were heard. So he's been all over the country, like, looking at spooky stuff. Yeah, he's like... Exactly. Cryptozoologist. Imagine... Ghost hunter kind of guy. This was Mindhunter, but for, like, cryptozoology. (laughs) And he's like, we gotta figure out... We gotta get him. We gotta find his mouth. So, James Lilly family, who lived just south of the TNT plant, were so bothered by the bizarre events that they finally sold their home and moved to another neighborhood. Keel was convinced Ooh. that the intense period of activity was all connected. Imagine having to, like, move and then explain. Yeah, be like, hey, why'd you move? And be like, kids gotta change schools. Ah, uh, there was a giant moth creature. Yeah, imagine, kept- like, being a kid and you're like, <laughs> well, my friends are here. And you're like, yeah, but there's a moth man. Yeah, but there's here, a giant Jimmy. moth man and I'm trying to watch Jeopardy. And he keeps Listen here, little fuzzy. Timmy. <laughs> you wanna grow up with a moth man? I can't start my car and I can't watch Jeopardy because of this moth. As a kid, that would probably be like, make more sense. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You'd be like, oh, you're right. Good call. <laughs> yeah, woo. <laughs> Thank God. That so, quicksand as a kid are my two worries. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not all. After all these sightings, mm-hmm. right, all this strange stuff has been happening. It kind of culminates to this one event, okay? Yeah. And this is why I find it interesting. This, I think this is why it's like such a good urban legend. So lay down the event. All right. So most of the sightings had come to an end, and Mothman had faded away into the strange twilight zone from which he had come. <laughs> but the story of Point Pleasant had not yet ended. Around 5 o'clock in the evening on December 15th, 1967, 
The 700-foot bridge linking Point Pleasant to Ohio suddenly collapsed while filled with rush hour traffic. Dozens of vehicles plunged into the dark waters of the oh Ohio River, and 46 people were killed. I'm looking at the bridge right now. It's it's a good size. Huge it's a bridge. huge bridge. Yeah. And here's so on that tragic night, the James Lilly family, who still lived near the TNT plant, counted more than 12 eerie eerie lights that flashed above their home and vanished into the forest. That night. That night of the bridge collapse. So it's like Mothman and all his people. Like, yeah, no this this looks pretty bad. Yeah, it's. It was a huge, like, catastrophe. And after that, no more sightings or strange occurrences happened in the town. That was the last... Mothman got his revenge and peace. Exactly. That's that's why I find it, like, so cool. It's like, all these eerie things are happening, and it all culminates in this, like, huge disaster, and then that's the end. Like, no more That's Mothman, nuts. Isn't it? That's really scary. It's really, really, really creepy. Have you seen... That they have like a large metal statue of Mothman in Point Pleasant. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm saying in September of 2019, the Mothman Festival happens in what? Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Every year they do the festival. And I was mm-hmm. like, we should take a road trip. That would be sick. To West Virginia is here. I was like, I don't want to give too much about where we are, where we're yeah. from. But I'll give you a little hint. It's only we don't have to drive through two other states I was to gonna get say, there. Well, and here's the thing. So it's I already, surprisingly I already, close. I already looked up the route. And it's like not a long, it's not a like. It does not give away where we live at all now that I look at this. There's so <laughs> many states that are two states away That's true. from. It's not, a, yeah. So it's not that far away. And also, our route, we drive literally 10 minutes. If we take a 10 minute detour, we can go to Hershey Park. Ooh, you ever been to Hershey chocolate? Park? No, but. Uh, the Hershey Amusement like Park thing? No, I haven't. I know people that have been there. Yeah, we could, we could, <laughs> we could hit that up on the way to the festival. Get some chocolate. And it would be a sweet road trip, and maybe we could do like a some kind of uh, some kind of content there at the Moth Definitely Festival. Some tent. There's probably some tent along the way too. So I think that would be a super those, cool thing to do. Yeah, those two states we have to drive through probably have some tent as well. They must have tent. I mean, we could do Hershey tent. Gotta <laughs> have tent. <laughs> Gotta have all that content. Slinging tent. But so yeah, that's, that's that is sick. the story of Mothman. And Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And we got to interview a lot of people there about what yeah, Mothman means to them. It would be sick to like interview people and be like, hey, what do you guys think of Mothman? They have, <laughs> I went to their website and they yeah, have like a live. people who have seen Mothman. Yeah. There definitely them, are like at least one guy dude, who's seen what if it. Mothman has a panel? What they have the world's only Mothman museum there. Yeah. They have, and they, it's like, the, so the whole town now has become like a Mothman big tourist attraction for Mothman yeah. people. I can see that. And they have a 24-7 live cam of the Mothman statue. Except it's offline. <laughs> I tried to look. Oh, into it. what? Yeah, I think can we link that in our notes page. Yeah, we can put. We'll put the Mothman stuff in the notes page. I'll, I'll also put in like the sources that I've been reading from and stuff. But that is the Mothman, and I I think it's a real cool little it is. legend. It's funny that like with his wings and his description, that moth is the animal they went to. Yeah, right. Well, so could have been I, a bird, an owl. A lot of a lot of fears were like it's probably it was just a big owl, like or a herring, or like a uh, <clears throat> like a seven foot tall owl. Well, no, yeah. Well, so people were saying like the that the sounds theories, horrifying. <laughs> That's scarier than a mothman. <laughs> I'm gonna we'll talk about the theories for you a second. You hear about owls? Owls can like kill people. Yeah. How like have you heard about those stories? That there's like multiple times where people are just found dead with like claw marks in their head because an owl just swooped down and decided to kill them. That's like probably one of the scariest things I've ever heard. You would never hear it coming. They like silent flap. I found a list of top 10 explanations for the Mothman because apparently now we're that's listicles have made it into the like (laughs) 
the weird Mothman universe. That's awesome. So number 10 is Barn Owl. <laughs> that would be such a stretch to see a Barn Owl and like... So wait, you say that was number 10? I think I'm on the same one as you. Yeah. And then okay, like, so let's go down. Number hold 10. on. Yeah, okay, 10 is like the most logical thus far. It makes sense, but the size doesn't match. Yeah, then number nine, we got Alien <laughs> with the funniest picture of I love these pictures. Yeah, these two dudes. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to link this because that's all. They just picture, like anyway. smoked a ton of pot. Uh, number eight is Thunderbird, which is a Native wow. America. Native Americans from the surrounding area of Point Pleasant had stories of giant, terrible birds called Thunderbirds. I like to think that Thunderbirds are real at some point. That's wicked cool. Especially this picture of this guy with this giant Thunderbird. Number seven is just Mutant Bird, which <laughs> they're really grasping for things at this point. I think I'd believe Mothman over Mutant Bird. And they just have a picture of like a weird, like messed up looking vulture. Yeah. Number six is Angel, which is like, if there's one thing I think when I think angels, it's the deaths of 46 people. <laughs> Red eyes take like yeah. eating dogs. <laughs> horrifying number angel. five is hoax okay we're back to like some more i like how that's only five yeah that's only five four is faulty perception this is this list man with wings is number three <laughs> you mean mothman yeah. moth <laughs> I, I, number two is gonna be like <laughs> big moth <laughs> moth mixed with man number two is plane okay they need to like flying they should have done this from most ridiculous to least ridiculous because they're really just interweaving man with wings is my favorite one <laughs> and then number one is unknown <laughs> <laughs> all right this is a mistake reading the this people list. of listverse.com thank you thank you so much for that's the best unknown that's such a cop out <laughs> yeah right <laughs> He got to number one. It was too much pressure. Dude, you know, he got to number eight and he's like, oh, shit, I need two more. Yeah. Uh, man with wings. Unknown. <laughs> uh, it's a hoax. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I just, I don't. Yeah, that's that was a terrible list. And I regret, <laughs> I regret looking at it. But, Mothman has a pretty extensive Wikipedia page, too. Yeah, no, he's he's a big deal. He's like very uh, in, in the zeitgeist of cryptozoology and Point Pleasant, West Virginia lore, obviously. But he's a real uh, he's a real popular spooky boy. I like him. Yeah. Man, it says people have like, uh, well, John Keel, the guy you're talking about, yep. saying like people n knew the bridge collapse was going to happen. Like they had precognitions of it, like oh, dreams really? and stuff. Oh, that's, yeah, that's extra creepy. That's wicked creepy. Yeah. Oh, that's, he must have he picked that up during his like, like people who saw Mothman then had like dreams that the bridge was going down. That's so cool. Like Final Destination <laughs> style. So I cool. mean, it, yeah, like Final <laughs> Destination, like Mothman sightings or dreams. There's also a sci-fi original movie. Uh, and it's written by Patrick Walsh of We'll See You in Hell, which is a podcast I'm a big fan of. Oh, or really? He, I, I shouldn't say written. I believe he was. Yeah, like, no, it is. Is uh, it written? Patrick Walsh and Sonny Lee wrote, wrote it. Yeah, he, uh. I'm pretty sure he is not, he, he does not boast about it, but he's, I'm pretty sure Why it was like not, one of the first things he did. If I had a movie on any kind of channel, I would boast. Yeah. That's a great podcast. Go listen to it. But there's a character in it named Jewel State. Oh I no, think, that's an actress. But that's, that's another a sick name. <laughs> that's some more bonus 10 if we wanted to watch the Mothman movie and talk about that. Oh, we could. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Mothman episode of Monday Morning Macabre. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to subscribe uh, and Tell check, out, check out mondaymorningmacabre.com and you can find all of the episodes of our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks and... Uh, watch out for Mothman. Watch out for Mothman. <laughs>